0: Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Do you worry a lot? Do you find it impossible to work in the middle of chaos? Do you wonder if God is going to come through for you in difficult times? Well, today's guest will help us learn how to experience true life-giving rest even in the midst of chaos. Jenny Donnelly is a speaker, author, and mother of five, and she's going to share her own personal story of struggling with life's pressures and emotional exhaustion and what she has learned through her own journey. She'll show us the steps to take to access rest anytime, any place, under any conditions, and she'll reveal how through Jesus and operating from a place of stillness can power our identity, creativity, relationships, and so much more. That's today on Connections. We're joined again today by Jenny Donnelly. She is an author, a speaker, and a business leader. She's also the mother of five. Her most recent book is called Still, Seven Ways to Find Calm in Chaos. And Jenny, one of the seven ways that you mentioned yesterday is to let it go. What are some of the other ways that we can find calm in chaos?
1: Yes. Um. So, yes, letting go is one of the seven. And they just, they, they really... Uh, speak independently. They don't really depend on each other. So sometimes I'll just open the book and I'll grab one because I, I kind of use this book as a handbook for, okay, wait a minute. I'm losing up from down right now. I don't know North, South, East, and West. I'm feeling discombobulated. I'm not feeling grounded right now because that still happens to me for sure. Um, And so I, I just go, okay, let me grab one of these seven ways. And one of the ones that I go to maybe most often is one that I call um, leaning and I literally lean and I'll tell you kind of how this happened I was uh, down in a chair just sitting in my living room by myself and one of my babies upstairs began to cry so I jumped up to go get her in her crib and when I jumped up all the blood you know left my head and we've all experienced that where we get dizzy So I, whoa, I'm going to fall over here. So I grabbed a hold of the cabinet and leaned against it until all the blood came back to my head. And in that moment, I felt the Lord tell me, this is what happens, Jenny, in life is there are dizzy spells. You know, life has dizzy spells and everybody will find something to lean on in in a moment like this, in a moment where, you know, I mean, just name it. Everybody can, can name something where you just go, yeah, that came out of nowhere and that was just not awesome that happened in my life.
0: And one of the things that you mentioned earlier was to uh, let it go. And another one is to lean. Can you tell us about how you used leaning in your own life?
1: It can be little things like, you know, the the um, child who keeps forgetting their lunch and you keep having to drive it to school for them <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the way to, you know, somebody that has passed suddenly, you know, and that, that actually happened to me recently. So, I had a gal in my life who really, 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 close to my family, and she um, passed away in her sleep a couple months ago suddenly, and it was devastating for so many people. And my husband and I, uh, we were asked to do the Celebration of Life, the memorial service, and we were very honored to do it. However, the day before her service, um, I just felt like I do not want to do this. I, there's nothing in me that wants to do this because I don't, I'm grieving so bad that I don't have in me something fantastic to say to these people. I just want to just crawl up in a hole and make this whole thing go away. You know, I just absolutely did not want to do this. And so the Lord said, let's time to lean. So I literally put my hands out in my bath. I was in my bathroom, put my hands out on my cabinet. And I leaned into the cabinet, and I shut my eyes, and I just memorized for about 30 seconds. I memorized, okay, this is my body, this is my soul, this is my spirit, and I'm leaning. And I just heard the Lord say, you don't have to hold yourself up. This is how you're going to get through this memorial service. You don't have to say anything amazing. You just need to lean into me, and I'm going to carry you. I'm going to carry you through this. So I memorized that, and I went into the service in that complete. 100% 100, 100% dependent on God and it was beautiful it was amazing and I didn't feel like I had to perform because that's where the anxiety comes from for most people is on performance and so um, that is an example of leaning like I literally lean I do it all the time like if I'm in the shower I just lean against the wall in the shower and I memorize that position going Jenny you don't have to hold yourself up today you don't have to you know nail it with everything that you do today, God's going to carry you. He's got, he cares and he's going to carry you through. And so you can kind of sense here just in the last few minutes, we've been talking that this place of rest is this place of total dependence on God to be good and trustworthy and to be present. And so it, it really is about defining a new relationship between us and the Lord, where we can find him caring and protecting and, trustworthy, and we can find him good. And for some people, that's a complete um, shift in their view of who God is for them. So um, it's pretty beautiful, and it's very, very effective.
0: And Jenny, you say that one of the best places to find peace and to find rest is Jesus, and we just need to be willing to open up our heart.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's a really good point. You have to have an open heart, and that open heart is where, that soft heart is where we can really find a space where we can surrender, and um, you know, I would just say to anybody listening, if you've never truly depended on God to take care of you, I would just challenge you, just to say, well, let me try it out and see. Let me just try this out. Let me see if God really is listening to me. Let me see if He really does care. You know, I'm just thinking of a, a story right now. I guess I'll tell it. It's just really short, but. My um, fourth daughter, Eden, was on the side of the pool, and we you know, we live in the Northwest. It's pretty rainy. We don't have a lot of pools outside, so it's not super common for kids to have a lot of exposure to swimming pools. So we were at the gym. She's on the edge of the pool, and I'm like, okay, and she's three, and I said, okay, jump to mommy, and I'm in the pool. She's on the edge, and she looks at me like, I don't know about that, and I said, no, jump in. I'm going to catch you. And she's looking around. She's seen people go underwater and she's skeptical. And I said, jump to mommy. And she says, how do I know you're going to catch me? And I said, because I will, I promise I will catch you. (laughs) I said, I'm not going to drop you. I'm your mommy. I love you. And she goes, well, how do I know? How do I know you're going to catch me? And I said, I'm going to catch you. But you know what, Colleen, there was no convincing her. She's really, really strong. She's, she's a fierce one. And I just finally said, Eden, you will know that I will catch you when I actually do. You're not going to know until I actually do. You're going to have to take a risk. And so she jumped, and I caught her, and just, you know, huge smile on her face, but she was uncertain. She was uncertain that I was actually going to do that for her. And so that is a pretty close parallel to how we enter into this surrendered relationship with Christ, and we just go, you know, I guess I'll know that you're good when I jump and you actually catch me. And so that is really my encouragement to people is just see if he's good by jumping and see if he'll take care of you. So you can just take your your, uh, situations that feel heavy, that feel scary, that feel too much. And that happens to me a lot. And I just have to find a space inside of me and go, you know what, Lord, this is yours. God, I can't do this all by myself. You know this. So you know what, Lord, I need your supernatural power. And it is incredible when you ask him for help. He just comes in and you're able to pull things off that you think, that was definitely not me. So, and it's nothing special about me. It really isn't. It's just a matter of asking and trusting and he'll do that for anybody that does.
0: What would you say is the most difficult part of learning to rest?
1: You know, the most difficult part I think is letting go of what I call false fuels. So I used to use the stress and irritability to get through hard moments, because it works a little bit. You know, um, if there's a hard moment, then I can just, okay, well, here we go. I'm just going to be irritable and stressed out because I need to get through this. I need to get through the project. I need to get through whatever's going on in the house. And so I had to, I had to say, okay, Jenny, if you pick up love and authority, and trust, and peace. Like, what if peace is your fuel? You know, I was skeptical about that because stress and irritability had worked for me. But what I didn't know is that they dropped me off short because once I put down stress and irritability to get me through life, then I picked up peace. It was like, wow, I had no idea it was that effective, right? and peace isn't like sitting back and letting everybody run over you. You know, I have five kids. There's no way you can do that. You'll get eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but peace as in, I don't have to irritably try to control my household. I don't have to be nagging and irritable to get people to move in the direction I need them to move. You know, when you're dealing with children, and I just like, I'm talking to moms all the time. So this is a lot of what I reference, but Um, You know, a lot of moms get in bed at night and go, I just was too hard on my kids today. I was too irritable. I was too cranky. I was too angry. And I, my compassion goes out to you because for so long, that's what we've been using to kind of move the bus down the road, so to speak. So I would just say it is the most difficult thing to put down what has, quote, unquote, worked for us and then pick up trust in Jesus. I remember pulling into my um, garage one day and my son was just back talking me just like, and he, it, for him, he's like, I'm like, you really? You're the one that's gonna turn on me right now? Cause he was always the one that never did that. So I was just like, oh my gosh. And there was no talking, in, in, there was no correcting him. He was just going for it in the backseat. And I just heard the Lord say, do you want me to take care of this or do you want to? And I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere with him pulled into the garage, he jumps out of the car to go inside, and I said, Lord, are you telling me that you'll actually go talk to him for me? Because he's not listening to me, but I felt like the Lord was like, do you want to try me instead? Because your anger and irritability, have you noticed, isn't working. So I just said, okay, all right, you know, and so um, just like three minutes later, he comes downstairs, I'm in the kitchen, he says, Mom, I'm really sorry for talking to you like that, and I about fell over. It was like, what? What? So I just had to start trying new things. Like, Holy Spirit, could you do this for me? You can tell I'm having problems here. So instead of just, you know, white-knuckling or bullying people or making everybody crazy in my house to get something done, could you help, like, like breathe on this with me? And it is amazing. I'm calling. I know that you probably have reference of times in your life that this has happened for you, too. But it's like, I just... Urge everybody just to keep relying on God to help you with your every single day situations because He's so He's so available and excited to be um, a help and a guide to us.
0: What would your best advice be for these listeners that are that are now seeking rest?
1: I would say, and I'm a real
0: visual person, so let's just
1: say that you're in a car in your mind right now, and go ahead and step out of the driver's seat and get in the passenger seat, and then just say, Lord, I need you to drive this like homeschooling really this is what we're doing huh okay so lord i'm just asking you to drive this process and what's going to happen is um, whether it's homeschooling whether it's finances and it's literally handing it to him there is something amazing when we give the lord something and miraculously what he'll do to it it's like the little boy with the lunch You know, there's 5,000 people, 5,000 men, actually. So there is way more than that because of all the people that were with the men. That was 5,000 families. And they were hungry. And the disciples said, Jesus, these guys are hungry. Should we send them to get something to eat? And Jesus said, you feed them. And they're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But they found a little boy with a lunch. And that little boy was willing to give up his lunch, like the only one that planned for lunch, right? And he gave his lunch to Jesus. Jesus broke the bread and then... um, you know, baskets and baskets of, uh, bread and fish. It was a, it was a miracle, the miracle to 5,000 and they fed thousands and thousands of people based on one boy giving over the little that he had. And that is like, whether the car analogy, whether you need to say, okay, I'm in the passenger seat or you go ahead and drive this car. You know, what he might tell you, he might say, listen, I know your teachers are giving you, you know, 16 things to do today. And you're feeling like you're failing every single day. Why don't you just pick half of them? Just pick half of them. It's okay. And it's almost like, wait a minute. Are you sure? Because I feel like I'm failing. And he's like, you know, peace, peace and joy in the home are so valuable that if you get eight things done in peace instead of 16 things done in stress and you didn't really get them done because the kids were just stressed out, you know, he might guide you in ways he will guide you in ways that you, you, they, they they're going to catch you off guard they're going to make you maybe even feel like you're not doing as a good, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, but he's going to, he knows exactly how much you can handle. He knows exactly how much your kids can handle. So just be very teachable to that knower inside of your gut. That's where the Holy Spirit resides. He resides inside of us and he, and he guides us and, and steers us in ways that we might not even know, like, okay, that's new to me. And then the other thing is just giving it to him say, here you go, here's my kids. Here you go, here's my finances. Here you go, here's my business. And you know what? Don't be surprised when God multiplies it because that's what he does when we completely surrender. He really does. He multiplies things.
0: For people who want to learn more about you or want to pick up your book, how do they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, you can go to um, actually any retailer um, online as well and they're going to have my book in stock, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, that type of thing. Um, You can also go to theskillbook.com And there's a little bit more there about the book. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Jenny L. Donnelly or Facebook Jenny Donnelly. So that's that's where you can find me. And I have different resources and different um, ways to find rest. I'm actually doing a five-day free course on finding calm. And I take people through five days of exercises. So that's something that people can look into as well. It's calmchallenge.com com c-a-l-m and we have one coming up here pretty soon so you could check that out
0: thank you jenny for joining us for the past few days we really appreciate it remember if you want to listen to the full conversation again you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website we'll talk to you again on connections